0: James Golden aka Snurby is Bo Snurby's Rush Hour, and we are pleased to have with us Representative Byron Donalds. Byron, how are you, sir? I'm
1: doing good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Hey, Byron, there's a lot of whispering about you going on. I don't know. Your ears must be burning. You know uh, what the what you I know what now. the you know what the buzz is? No. The buzz is that people want to see you. They keep saying, here's the whisper. You know what? If DeSantis gets in the White House, Byron should be the next governor of Florida. That's what people are saying. <laughs> they are, I'm yeah. not kidding. People are telling me that all over the place.
1: Well, I mean look, first of all, that's that's actually really cool. You know, I really appreciate people thinking, you know, that highly of me. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh look, I, did, I just think that when you talk about being you know, a governor or being in the leadership level, you just have to not be afraid of your own shadow. You got to make decisions to stand by them. And, you know, I think whether you're talking about um, Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump, you know, or what we've seen in effective leadership, nobody says you're going to call it right every single time. But what you have to do is you have to be able to stand on principle, have reasons for why you're doing what you're doing, and you move on. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, And I think if you could do that, you could be successful.
0: Let me ask you about a few things. Are you looking forward to this next session? Now you're going to be in the majority. Um what are you hoping that the Republicans accomplish as the in look they you're not we don't have the Senate, we don't have the White House. What do you think can happen? What how do you think Republicans be can be effective with being the majority in the House of Representatives?
1: Well the, the first thing is we can like stop the crazy train of bad policy that came from the Democrats. I mean inflation which is the number one issue and problem in the country that was brought to us by the democrats the fentanyl crisis is brought to us by the democrats you have our oil or energy issues brought to us by the democrats i mean look around the globe you know you have protests in iran protests in china uh invasion in ukraine i mean that stuff wasn't happening when when donald trump was president and so i think that the first thing is you bring a sense of normalcy back to public policy and just common sense, which so many people want to get back to. They just want to get back to common sense. Let's repair the damage being brought to us by the Democrat Party and move from there. And so, us having the majority just puts a pause on all these crazy policies that you know they, that they wanted to bring to us out of the White House and out of the Democrat Party. I mean, look, do you remember the policy on the Treasury Department being able to spy on every American's bank account over six hundred dollars? That's yes. a policy brought by the Democrats. It's out of Joe Biden's White House. They wanted that. There's no way in hell that's coming out of a Republican House. I guarantee you that. So it's a stop to the craziness. Secondarily, um, it's just – it's then it's about being able to actually uh, have oversight, make sure we're holding people accountable, making sure they follow the law. And then you have the purse strings to be able to try to do what you can to execute those things.
0: All right, now let's talk about a piece of legislation Byron that's coming up. And that's this uh this so-called Respect for Marriage Bill, which is nothing yeah. of the sort. This bill actually yeah. will penalize people who religious people who hold traditional views about marriage. It gives the the government the ability to rip away the 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 tax code that that permits churches To operate without paying the the taxes, it takes away their non-profit status if they disagree with the left's ideology on same-sex marriage. Now, I understand that that is a subtle issue among a lot of people in the country, but there are religious people who, because they believe in their religion, who are not going, who don't go along with the conventional view of the left on this and the Biden administration and 12 senators, Republican, voted to press forward with this bill that would strip these religious people of their religious rights. It's going to come to the House. What do you expect to happen when this visits the House of Representatives?
1: Uh, So what I think is going to happen is that the Democrats are going to vote it through. I'm not voting for it. I'm voting no. I voted no the first time. This bill is something that came up after the Dobbs decision came dropped. Because the Democrats were freaking out that uh, somehow they were going to go after the Obergefell ruling. And so they ran these bills to demonstrate to their voters that they're standing by same-sex marriage. I mean, look first and foremost, I think people need to understand this. The marriage discussion is not even a federal issue. It is a state issue. The federal government doesn't define marriages. That's number one. It never has. It does it from a tax code perspective, but that's about it. Marriage licenses are issued by state governments. So, again, this is something that actually belongs in the hands of states, not at the federal level. But that's, that's another point for another day. The key thing is nobody – there wasn't a Republican in the country, I'm aware of, that was running bills and running, running passing bills that were going after same-sex marriage and same-sex marriage. It was a non-issue. So for these Republican senators to vote for it makes no sense at all because it's a non-issue. Nobody is going after it. This is, this is falling prey to the, to the narrative of the left. And what's going to happen as a result, unfortunately, is that some Americans are going to lose their religious liberty uh, constitutional rights, which are enshrined in our Constitution. Uh, Obergefell is frankly not enshrined in the Constitution. I don't really agree with the ruling per se, but, dude, if a man and a man want to live together, that's your business. Like, I'm not here to talk about what you do in your personal life. We have bigger things to worry about in the United States. So for the United States Senate to take time to deal with this and then to send it to the House, number one, I feel, is something that we shouldn't even be considering because we don't need to. Number two, it's not an issue. Who's the injured party here? Who's being hurt? Um, where's the injury where you have to make past this law? I just think it's the wrong policy. We don't need to do it. And last but not least, marriages are actually set at state levels. They're not, there are no federal marriage licenses, folks. There are state marriage licenses. So that's, that's, that's my view on the whole thing.
0: What is your view on the upcoming race for speaker of the house? Uh, it is assumed that Kevin McCarthy in the the mainstream press, It's assumed that Kevin McCarthy is going to be the next speaker, but there are now five Republican House members who said, nope, we're not going for that. And there were scores of people in the base of the Republican Party grassroots who say that they are tired of leadership. They were disappointed when Mitch McConnell was um, uh, renamed the uh, Senate minority leader, and they're they're disappointed in Kevin McCarthy. They want to change what do you say to people who want a change in Republican leadership?
1: Uh, look, the first thing is, and I'm just, again, we when we do these interviews, I'm just going to be straight. I think Kevin's going to get there. I do. I think he's going to end up getting the votes. Um, I think that two things are going to occur. One, you know, Kevin's going to have a small majority to, to manage, and the members aren't going to, like, go sheepishly into the night and just do whatever he says they're going to want to see action. They're, I mean, whether it's investigations, passing legislation, they're going to want to see action on these fronts. Now, I think, he, I think he'll do that. But for people who want to see change, it's going to be incumbent for them to start talking to their members of Congress more and more about who's in leadership and why and who they're going to choose to support. Because that's how this thing works. It's a, it's a member vote. The members are going to make this decision. I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, the closer we get, I think he finds a way to get to 218 and then we got to
0: move on from there. Okay. We love you, Brian. We'd love to have you on. It's always a pleasure, Byron, to have you on. We want you to stay in touch with this term. We're looking for big things, hopefully, in terms of, as you said, a return to normalcy and stopping some of these flagrant, um, some of them unconstitutional policies coming from the Biden administration, at least to put up roadblocks to some of the crazier notions that they've been doing and so we hope you guys are able to accomplish that, Byron, and we'd love to have you back whenever you want to come back and uh, talk about something. The door is always open to you here.
1: Listen, thanks for having me on, and trust me, I want to see these things accomplished too. And if they're not being accomplished, you're going to hear from me. I promise you that.
0: Thank you. Byron Donald, ladies and gentlemen, representative from Florida. We'll be right back. Your phone call is coming up here on Boast service Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC. Is that number coming back right after this.